Welcome to TEN, the Tenant Experience Network. I'm your host, David Abrams. In this episode, we are connecting with Sarah Tabita, Community Experience Manager at Granite Properties. In this episode, we learn about Sarah's career journey, from wedding coordinator to hotel sales and catering, to software sales on the corporate event side of the business, and finally to Granite Properties as their Community Experience Manager, all with a focus on hospitality. As a result of the pandemic, Sarah's role expanded beyond Southern California to virtual and in-person servicing of Granite's national portfolio. The company's growth mindset has enabled Sarah to take risks in her work and has contributed to her success. Sarah emphasized that even before the pandemic, Granite Properties was already focused on the emerging trends of quality, flexibility, wellness, and sustainability in CRE. She feels that office owners need to adapt more of a partnership with tenants to help facilitate evolving workplace needs. Sarah acknowledges the shift from office space to office experience and the need for buildings to provide their tenants with unique and memorable experiences that will also foster a sense of community. She stresses the importance of communication to help inform customers of any changes that may be necessary to deliver a better workplace experience. Sarah, her team and the company have a great perspective on customer engagement and are truly taking a leadership position in differentiating their properties. From building access to digital signage, Sarah also recognizes the importance of utilizing technology to enhance the customer experience. We're excited to share this podcast with you. So be sure to subscribe to 10 so you never miss an episode of the Tenant Experience Network. And now I'd like to welcome Sarah to the show. I'm really glad you could be with us today. How are you? I'm good. How are you, David? I'm excellent and looking forward to our conversation. Uh, I'd love to begin with your journey to your current position role. How did you get started in this business? Yeah, so my first job out of college was as a wedding coordinator. (laughs) Uh, The largest wedding I did was for about 900 people. So it was a ton of fun. Uh, From there, I worked in hotel sales and catering. So I did events on the hotel side. Then I went to go work for a software sales company uh, in-house working their corporate events. And then now um, I'm at Granite Properties as their community experience manager. Uh, And I've been with Granite for about three and a half years, and I work with our property experience team on building community within our portfolios through enhanced programming and amenities. So my background is really a variety of things, but mostly focused on hospitality. For sure. And I I think bringing that hospitality experience to, in particular, the office um, industry sector uh, within commercial real estate is is so important Um, as we continue to think about how buildings can be more hospitable. I think that your background certainly lends itself beautifully. Um, Just curious a little bit more about the role, sort of your your day-to-day and and maybe just a a little off-script question, but a glimpse back, you know, how was it affected by by the pandemic? Like what changed really dramatically for you during that time and how are things different today? Yeah, so when I started in 2019, it was pre-pandemic, Right. Uh, we were doing in-person events, um, really focused on the SoCal, Southern California community that um, I'm here at now. But really, when the pandemic hit and everything went virtual, 
I was able to focus on our nationwide portfolio as well, oh, just okay. the, the nature of the virtual experiences and the communications that we were doing. Um, so really kind of expanded my role a mm. bit. Um, and then now coming out of it, uh, it's this hybrid model really of doing right. some virtual things and some in-person things. So it really helped me grow my career. Okay, that's really interesting. I'm sure there'll be more opportunity to discuss that as we continue the conversation, but clearly it opened up doors for you. So yeah. um, that that's really uh, interesting. I look forward to hearing more about that. But why, why do you think you were so uniquely suited for this opportunity? What has helped you to be successful? You know, skills, mentors, colleagues, books, um, what positioned you for success? Yeah, so I think I was uniquely suited um, with my background in hospitality, what we talked about, and customer service. And that really matched with the service that Granite wanted to provide their customers in their office buildings. Um, as far as helping me become successful, successful, especially in this role, um, Granite really has a growth mindset where the leadership trusts and encourages us to try new things, knowing that some things might not work out. Um, and that fail forward approach really fosters innovation and learning. And it's really helped me professionally and personally be comfortable taking risks and in my career and in things that we do. And it working more fun. So that kind of environment um, has helped me really grow and be successful. I love that. Uh, has that I guess that's been a very deliberate um, sort of emphasis for the company. Is that across all different um, divisions within the company, more so in your space? I, I think it's kind of company-wide. Like anyone that you talk to, really our leaders want us to be innovative. And right. part of that innovation is kind of that fail forward mindset. Right. Um, so yeah, it's definitely helped. That's great. Um, you know, there's been a lot of commentary around the return to workplace and some very extreme positions being expressed, um, sometimes confrontational, often polarizing. You know, our team really believes that now is the time to live and work in the world as it is right now, and that the commercial estate industry and employers really can't continue projecting to a date in the future when we will return to normal, what, what was really normal. You know, perhaps <laughs> this is the new normal, and it's not a normal post-COVID, it's a world with COVID. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on what this means for the commercial real estate industry. Um, and from your perspective and your role at Granite, you know, what does that mean for buildings to ensure that they continue to be important to businesses and people? Yeah. So the pandemic really accelerated trends that we at Granite were already focused on. Mm -hmm. um, and that includes quality, you know, flexibility, wellness, sustainability. Um, so adaptation it, to this new normal was key. Um, right. And it's going to be important for office building owners to take kind of a partnership mentality when it comes to facilitating companies and their evolving work needs. Um, and a lot of, nowadays, a lot of people talk about work-life balance. You hear that all the time. Um, and so with this increased demand for flexibility, um, you know, companies are looking to balance what works best for their employees you know, as well as promoting collaboration and productivity, productivity to execute their business. But ultimately, people need to be together to collaborate and grow their companies. And, and that's where, you know, the office comes in. Um, and what we're seeing is that companies are really looking for the best new building, the best location, the best amenities um, that they can provide their employees uh, with everything they need when they come to the office. Right. So I, I think 
if ultimately, you know, we believe that if you build good real estate in great locations, you know, the commercial real estate industry is going to be just fine. Um, what what thoughts do you have on the relationship between you talked about partnership on the relationship between the building and the occupier, the tenant, um, in terms of helping them to fulfill their mission, to fulfill their goals? You know, if we want to bring people back to buildings, not just for the sake of, you know, seeing them physically in the space, but because there's value, there's purpose, there's benefit. To what extent does the building operator and the occupier need to collaborate, need to work together? And what kinds of things are you seeing happening, um, if, if you agree with that, you know, within your communities? Yeah, I, I mean, I think communication communication with our customers is really important. Every business is slightly different. Right. You know, when, you, when we're talking to our customers, some are, you know, slightly still remote. Some are still completely or are, have been completely in office this whole time. Mm -hmm. So really kind of catering, speaking to each customer, really trying to cater to their needs um, and asking them point blank, you know, what are the amenities your employees enjoy um, having in our building? Is it the food that's provided? Right. Um, is it access to the fitness center? Um, and really taking in that feedback um, and then using that feedback to make actual you know, changes is what's important, I, I, I think. Agreed, agreed. Um, just curious, given your location, um, and just because we're always trying to provide sort of a real-time view into the commercialist state space as to what is actually happening versus, you know, projections of what, of what will happen, what are occupancy levels, um, and, you know, at attendance within the, the businesses in your buildings like today? Yeah, you know, as far as people in the building, um, it it kind of varies from all the buildings. I think we're hovering at about 50% as okay. far as people in the building, um, which is a lot more than the beginning of the pandemic. So we're right. happy. Um, and slowly, it's we're seeing an increase in people coming back. So we're really just adjusting um, our service level, levels based on the number of people that are coming back. Right. I, I think the general, you know, masses need to understand that, you know, and when we say 50 percent, it's not like we're comparing 50 percent to 100 percent. You know, buildings right. were never even pre-pandemic ever, ever fully occupied in terms right. of, you know, every desk full on any given day. So, you know, if 50 percent, you know, occupancy is what you're experiencing today, that's actually a very positive number. And I think that's yeah. where, you know, the media needs to adjust the, the way in which they, you know, express or relate those numbers against. Right. Right. Um, so the pandemic has certainly recalibrated the market to now recognize that buildings are really places for people. We've just gone through a period of time where our buildings were relatively empty. So I think that we know that people are the real asset, not just the building. Um, as a result, the work that you do and the work that I do, um, I think tenant experience, workplace experience, workplace engagement is fast becoming the new differentiator uh, and is helping to drive real estate decisions. To your point earlier, you know, companies are looking for um, not just the physical real estate, but they are looking for um, those additional experiences, amenities, programs, and services. Um, and we think that they're going to actually drive real estate decisions even more so than, you know, location and class. So if it is truly about creating the best customer experience, love for you to share your thoughts on how we will define and deliver tenant experience now and perhaps into the future. Yeah, um, so there's definitely been a shift from office space that we were talking about to office experiences. Right. Um, and at Granite, our vision is that every customer has everything they need to flourish when they walk through our doors. Mm -hmm. um, and we're focused on providing 
unique and memorable experiences, like we talked about, uh, along with fostering community within each of the buildings uh, and some of the ways that we define it. So one of the things that we emphasize is that um, by changing the words we use to communicate, right communicate, um, we, we can communicate our customer-centric ap approach across the company. So you kind of have heard me refer to, um, instead of tenants, I've referred yes. to them as customers. I love um, that. You know, believe it or not, sometimes when I use that word to other, they don't, some building don't operators still don't, they don't get it. So right. I always, I always have to say your customer, your tenant. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, it can be confusing to some people. And, right. um, but really from day one, we help all of our um, Granite employees you know, understand the difference of tenant versus right. customer. Um, for example, instead of management office, we say customer connection center. Right. Um, and our property operations team, we refer to as our property experience team. Right. Uh, and it's just these slight nuances that really create this customer centric approach um, that we provide to our customers. Um, I, think, I think that's great. And I, th I love just the subtlety of the language to begin to sort of, you know, become part of your DNA and Hopefully, then that that is heard by your customer, and that they start to understand that with more clarity. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, as far as how we deliver it, uh, we deliver the experience to our customers in a few different ways. Okay. So, at Granite, we have a customer engagement platform that we call Together We Connect, mm -hmm. uh, and it's facilitated by our property experience team. Um, and the goal is to uh, that our customers are able to create meaningful connections in their workspace while also helping them be able to give back to the community and improve their overall wellness. Um, and it's done through offering programming, charity events, uh, property amenities, social activities, uh, and other resources. Um, and yeah, and some of the amenities that we have in our building um, is branded. Um, and what I mean by that is our customer lounges we refer to as the lounge. Um, our conference center is referred to as Moot, and our fitness center is Move, and the outdoor workspace is the yard. And our food amenities we call um, Eat. Um, and I think it really helps create points of connection around our property, which can then further create um, community right. and the feeling of place for our um, customers. Um, and then one thing that I've really enjoyed learning more about, you know, in this new normal and how we deliver the customer experience is through uh, various ways of technology. Right. Um, so one of the ways that we enhance our customer experience through technology um, is building better access control systems for our customers um, via their smartphone. So we've rolled out OpenPath at several of our properties. Right. Um, and open path allows like a touch free keyless entry. And I don't know about you, but I always forget my key card. Right. And so, but we always have our phones, you know? So um, having our keys on our phones just creates the seamless entry into the building for our customers, um, which really enhances their experience. Um, and then another part of technology um, that we've enhanced is our digital signage. So at our building, we've added digital signage um, separate from the directories. Right. And the purpose of our digital signage um, is to help keep customers uh, in the know of all the things, all the fun things that are happening in our building, as well as all of the on-site amenities they have access to. Um, 
and ultimately, you know, we're constantly listening to our customers mm-hmm. um, through feedback, face-to-face feed, uh, communication, as well as providing opportunities for feedback throughout our buildings. And through the digital signage that I mentioned earlier, um, we offer QR codes that our customers can scan right, right. and provide us real-time feedback. Uh, and our property experience teams um, are able to respond in a timely manner. So really, we're just constantly focused on creating a workplace where people feel welcomed and, and cared for. Well, you guys are, are clearly taking a leadership position in the space and doing some amazing things. Uh, there's clearly a commitment and an understanding of what it means to deliver a great customer experience. Uh, I love all the different things you're doing and, and love the consideration to various forms of technology. And I think, you know, as we continue to evolve, um, it's how we bring all of that technology together. And one of the things that we're very focused on here at Hilo is really being that last mile solution, really ensuring that we're we're sending all of our customers, you know, providing them, sorry, with a single point of access, a single point of connection so that, you know, we're not sending them to five apps, three websites and two portals. And ultimately, yeah. as all these new opportunities, you know, pr- present themselves within your building communities, um, you can create that just beautiful, easy to use, um, you know, um, tool that you're customers are going to love. So I think we're we're very aligned in, in sort of bringing it all home, bringing it all together and ensuring that, um, you know, it's just a, a beautiful experience. So thanks for sharing all of that. And yeah. some great learning for our listeners, for sure. Uh, let's take a short break and we'll be right back to continue the conversation. This episode of 10 is proudly brought to you by Hilo. Hilo is a rapid deployment workplace engagement platform for the hybrid world that enables building operators to connect to their tenants, whether they're at work, at home, or anywhere in between. We are in the midst of a seismic shift in the evolution of the workplace. Now more than ever, it's clear that the most important asset of a building is the people. Commercial real estate leaders recognize that tenants and employees want new kinds of spaces, services, and amenities to support having the flexibility to work from anywhere. Workplace engagement solutions that connect hybrid working people to buildings no matter where they are have become a major differentiator as buildings compete to retain current tenants and attract new ones. Hilo empowers building operators to meet this challenge. To learn more about Hilo and schedule a demo, visit HiloApp.com. We are back with Sarah Tavita, Community Experience Manager at Granite Properties. And thank you so much again for being with us today. Of course. So let's first acknowledge that living through a pandemic has been very challenging for so many people. And as much as there has been opportunity coming out of it, I think we cannot forget all those that have been so adversely affected by it. That being said, we really believe that now is the time to be better, do better, and build something better. So can you share any details about your business or some part of your business that is now really being reimagined to reflect the reality of where we are today? Yeah. So I had mentioned our Together We Connect platform that we have, um, and that's really been reimagined. Um, And I kind of mentioned it in the beginning. So, you know, pre-pandemic, everything was in person. We did lunch and learns and pop-up events in the building. Pandemic hit, everyone's at home, everyone's virtual. Um, So one of the first things that we did to meet the need for connection for our customers was host a virtual bingo game for our customers. And we kind of just planned it as like, hopefully people join. We had an overwhelming response. Right. Like we had to have multiple sessions of bingo because people just needed that connection. Right. Um, and so knowing that 
you know, this virtual experience is still here for some of the people. We've then now coming into this new normal we we talked about, we're still doing virtual events. We still do virtual webinars, but now we're also adding in some in-person events for the, for the folks that are in the building. Um, And just creating this hybrid model has really worked well for us. Um, And then, yeah. Um, I think it's, I was going to say, I think it's really interesting that as the, the, the world returns likely to some type of hybrid work model, you're adopting a similar um, sort of solution uh, in that the delivery of tenant experience does not necessarily all have to now revert back to in-person, but right. can be a blend, right? Yeah, of course. Um, and then uh, in 2020, uh, Granite invested over $10 million in wellness initiatives. Mm. We call Inspire Wellness. Um, and that with uh, the $10 million, we updated our portfolio with clean air technology, touchless fixtures, and enhancing our outdoor workspaces. Um, and that's that's really helped because, you know, when coming back to the buildings initially, people were, you know, afraid of coming to the right. buildings. Um, is the air cleaning and, and you know, are things clean? And, and now through our wellness initiative, we're able to let our customers know that we're able to provide clean air technology in all our buildings. Um, which has been great. Right. Um, and then uh, in 2021, we launched our flexible workplace workspace solution platform, which we call Evolve, uh, in response to all the changing office needs. And then um, through Evolve, uh, we're able to offer move-in ready space that can be furnished and fully wired for customers to move right in. Uh, and we call those our ready suites. We also have uh, on-demand amenities and spaces to really tailor to a broad range of office needs. And that was in direct response to everything we were hearing uh, coming out of this pandemic. And um, so Evolve is a platform that really we're really focused on making sure our customers are aware that um, we're flexible and we're, we're wanting to meet their needs um, as they're changing as well. Right. Well, it's very clear to me that the Granite has taken a market-leading uh, position in this industry um, and and all of the different initiatives that you've covered, um, they've clearly left nothing to chance. Um, uh, and 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 are really uh, you know talk about innovation from a technology perspective. You know they're clearly innovating just from a product perspective within their you know and and a legacy industry that it often has been slow to change. Uh, they're clearly adapting, evolving, uh, and moving forward, and certainly not looking back. So really refreshing to hear all the different initiatives. Uh, that you and your company are involved in. Thank you. Uh, so our closing speed round, Sarah, is an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better, more on a personal level. So I'm okay. wondering if you can share one way in which the pandemic has changed your outlook on life. You know, um, I think it's that anything can change in an instant. Um, right. And I have two beautiful boys at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's really helped me see that I uh, need to enjoy every moment I have with them. Right, for sure. I think we've all learned that. Uh, what travel destination do you miss most? You know, uh, so I actually was born in Japan. Right. And growing up, I went every year. Uh, the last time I went was 2015. Wow. Um, and then the borders closed, but they're opening, I think, yes. uh, in a week or so. So I would love to get back to Japan to visit some okay. family. Great. I, I totally understand that. And I, I hope you are able to. Uh, anything new on your bucket list that you'd like to experience? Um, 
this is new, but I still haven't gone to Disney World. I'm about to okay. go to Disney World. All right. That's a good one. Um, and what is your favorite technology that is new to your life? Uh, this is a little embarrassing to admit, um, <laughs> but I love TikTok. Okay. <laughs> love to learn the dances and right. um, all the little fun things that are happening on there. Awesome. And what is your personal choice for days spent in person with your colleagues versus working from anywhere? You know, I think uh, four days in the office uh, with one day at home is kind of the perfect balance. Right. I enjoy being with my coworkers. I mm-hmm. I get to go to different offices and um, not you know travel a bit for my work. So right. it's it's the perfect amount. And one day at home is. And not having to maybe dress up as much, uh, right. I think is is probably the best balance for me. Right, that little bit of flexibility that just makes it all work for you. Exactly. And I think that's the at the at the end of the day, I think it is all about personal choice. And we ask that question because there are literally so many there's there's oh, an yeah. answer for every individual, and every individual's answer is just slightly different. So I think it's important to recognize that this is not a one size fits all. Um, and the more flexibility we can um, introduce into our businesses. Um, I think it's better for the industry. And I think, you know, I, as long as we're all able to accomplish all that we set out to do, and I believe we are, um, it shouldn't, the focus should not be on where we work, but how we work. And and we just believe that buildings are still an integral part of that now expanded workplace ecosystem. And I love hearing from, from you and from companies like Granite, you know, about all the things that they're doing to ensure that buildings still hold that special place uh, in that ecosystem. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, for uh, sharing a lot of what you, you and your company is doing. Um, and I look forward to the, continuing our conversation. Let this just be the first of one of many, I hope, and we'll continue to stay uh, connected and uh, continue to chat. Yeah, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Good, I'm glad. We'll, t- we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye now. Bye. I want to thank Sarah Tabita for joining me on this episode of 10 and for contributing to the global conversation around buildings being a part of a robust ecosystem, helping to build great companies, and that they are vital in the effort to cultivate and support great people and teams. The future of the workplace will likely take many forms, and we will continue to explore what that looks like together. Subscribe to 10 for more conversations with leading CRE industry professionals and experts who all have something to say about tenant experience and the future of the workplace. We love hearing from you, so if you enjoyed this episode of 10, please share, add your rating, and review us through your preferred podcast provider. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on a future episode, please reach out to me directly at david at hiloapp.com. And until our next episode, I wish you all continued success in building community where you work and live. Thank you.